This is the Toward a New World podcast with your host, Corinna Stoffel. As a space for all things regarding the global collective transition we are in, we have conversations about transition, separation, and connection regarding oneself, others, and the earth. The aim is to educate, empower, and inspire. Hello and welcome. Here we are again, another Thursday, another episode. Today, I want to talk about resilience. It's a question that came up in the group. Uh, someone asked, so what makes you resilient? And I stayed with that question for a while, contemplating it. I want to start out what the dictionary says. Resilience is the capacity to withstand or recover quickly from difficulties. Toughness. Hmm. Toughness for me has nothing to do with resilience. That's a totally different energy. The way I would phrase it is being able to bounce back. You know, easily, quickly, without any problems, so to speak. So, obviously, I can only talk about what's true for me. And what I found that makes capacities that I have that make me resilient are basically that I am practicing letting go. What I mean with that? Letting go of how I define myself. Uh, who am I? If I don't have a definition that I need to uphold, it makes life easier for me. And if I really look at it, is any of those definitions that I could come up with actually describing who I am? Or am I so much more than what I can imagine? And the letter is part of my viewpoint, let's put it that way. Um, uh, it's also letting go of all the definitions that I have, letting practicing to let go of all the beliefs that I have. Yeah. And, you know, Letting go of beliefs, it sounds more complicated than I probably mean when I say that. We all have beliefs. Let's be real. But are those beliefs fixed beliefs where we think this is true, this is correct, this is how the world operates? 
or are they something that I hold loosely? Yeah, I've seen that this seems to be the case often, uh, but it's not that fixed, it's more fluid. I can shift with it. And any belief that I have is actually a lens through which I look at the world. So the more fixed that lens is, the less fluid the world is and the quicker I'm upset, thrown out of balance, out of whack, if something doesn't work according to my belief. Seems to be pretty straightforward. So how do what do I mean with world even? We humans create a world. There is the earth, there is the universe. When I say world, I mean what we humans create. Each one of us, as I said, has a belief system. Some are very fixed, some are more fluid. There are governments that often have relatively fixed belief systems, uh, but they look at the world, but are they true? Are they always producing what they are supposedly producing? And then there are events like a war breaks out, for instance, or a country is devastated by, or an area is devastated by an earthquake, a volcanic eruption, those things. The impact of natural events onto uh, humankind, onto people, onto communities. So which just made me think of news. We hear so much in the news, so many people are devouring the news. And one thing that I have made a practice of is I uh, check the news for events. Like here is something that happened in that country or this country. But I totally distrust any of the explanations of why that happened. And the reason being is that the news media, as well as the news, the casters, the speakers, the journalists, they again have their lenses based on their belief systems. So I'm, they are not neutral. They can't be neutral, even if they try to be as neutral as they could possibly be which nowadays is not necessarily the case anymore. But 
distrusting the why, the explanation, allows me to go into my world and check what do I think is the reason for this event happening? Uh, where are things? And independently of be, being on the same page as the news media, maybe being on a totally different page, it is not that much casting concrete. And therefore, I have a lot more flexibility. I don't need to take it as seriously and therefore can bounce back faster. Doesn't mean I do not care, but how much is caring expressed according to beliefs? And what if I can care but I don't need to express it in the form of being distraught about what has happened and going into depression. I still can care. I still can come from love, but it doesn't have to mean certain things that it means for people if I'm willing to let go. And this letting go, I realized, is an incredibly beautiful, helpful, valuable uh, skill. And it requires choice, choice, choice. Because every time I let go, I need to make the choice to let go. And the fact that I can make the choice to let go is not necessarily something that a lot of people are aware of. They think they have to act in a certain way. They have to fulfill their definitions. What I find is that gives me that flexibility is the intense curiosity that I have. I love figuring things out. I love to learn. Um, and I also love to hear um, opinions, beliefs that are almost diametrically opposite to the ones that I personally have. And I find myself sometimes saying, you got a point there. I haven't looked at it from that perspective. It's again, make breaking things up, making it more fluid. And just last summer, I'm a member of Gaia and they had a, a weekend event called Ancient Civilizations. Now, what came up for you when you heard that word? Probably similar to what I initially thought. But what I did not think about with the title Ancient Civilizations 
that there would be a presenter who would talk about reading the landscape for ancient environmental events, how things have changed. And it was not something new to me. The scale in which he was talking and the pictures he was showing were incredible. But I have been reading uh, landscape from that perspective and find it utterly interesting. Another thing what I didn't expect in that weekend was that climate change would be a subject. Now, climate has been around for a long, 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 long time. Climate has impacted ancient civilizations. And there were presenters that showed the big arcs, the cycles of climate, where it goes up, warms up, where it cools down, ice age up, down. Huh. Interesting information. Again, loosening up any fixed ideas that I have because I'm adding information that pool becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. If I only have a small pool of knowledge, I can only create a small slice of my understanding. The bigger that pool is, the bigger the understanding of the whole concept could be. And ultimately, it's not about whatever it is, being the capital T truth, the ultimate truth. Again, people, even scientists, have their lenses. And you may say, yeah, but science knows. That's what we hear a lot. And are you willing to go back 100 years? How much did science know 100 years ago? The, the limitation came from a lack of knowledge and a lack of being able to measure or create the experiment, to do that experiment. Do you think that that as a sudden is gone today? And that in another hundred years, we wouldn't know more and have different abilities to measure and create experiments and therefore know more. Science is as fluid as few people think about it, just due to the mere fact of what do we know and on, upon which do we build our current understanding of science. So again, letting go, no capital T truth. There are possibilities, a multitude of possibilities. And I really Looking at myself, 
what that letting go does for me is I acknowledge that we humans are not in control. We would like to be in control, but we are not. And what we experience from my perspective is a co-creation of humans, the earth, and the universe. We all create together, we work together, we influence each other. And that allows me to relax. I'm not in control, it's a co-creation. And in my heart of hearts, I know that neither the earth nor the universe are mean-spirited, are against us humans. Uh, you know, and sadly, that is often something that sort of comes through in the way news are uh, talked about. And I can allow the flow. And for me, what probably also plays in in a big way, physical death is okay. It's not something I have to fight because, as I said earlier on, the idea and the definition that I have of myself is not who I truly am. I am so much more. I am an infinite being. I am energy. And as Einstein said, energy remains. It may change the form, it may change the expression, but energy remains. I am a vibe as energy, I'm also a vibration. What kind of a vibration would I like to be? That's a question that each one of us can sit with. And again, it being okay with physical death, again, allows me to relax. I don't have to be in charge. I can be present with something. I can take it in, but I'm not the one who is in charge, who is in control of what happens around me. The only thing I'm in control of is how I respond to it, what I do with it. And that is where resilience comes in big time from my perspective. So I hope this was a little bit uh, food for thought and that you enjoyed it. I would love it if you would leave a comment if you tell me what it evoked in you, or if you would tell me what subject area you would like me to talk on. So take care until next week. Bye-bye.